1: It's Thursday. It is December 20th. It's 2018. Yes, five days till Christmas. We're here to talk about week 16. Will, there's only two weeks in the NFL season left. Chief Justice 06. Will, how are you doing, my friend?
0: Doing great. Doing great, man. Definitely ready to get cranked up for week 16. Uh, Very excited. Uh, You know, we're, we're winding down to the end of this thing, but there's still a few dollars out there to be had. Still a few Millie Makers that we can conquer. So uh, definitely excited to, to, to throw a few more in there and see if we can take this thing down before the season is out.
1: Yeah, a bunch of awesome stuff going on across the industry um, this weekend. Uh, we'll, we'll first talk about our awesome sponsor, fantasydraft.com. Uh, they got their NFL championship. $500,000 championship is this weekend. So congratulations to everybody that qualified for that. Um Hopefully we have somebody that listens to the podcast uh that is in that thing and they could take it down this week. Uh that'd be a really cool way to uh end off the, the football season here. Uh they do have their fifty thousand dollar run and gun, ten thousand dollar wishbone. Uh those are contests are twenty-five and five dollar contest. Um, really, really like uh both those contests. They're a lot of fun. They got a bunch of double ups, um multi-entry double ups, single entry double ups. Uh, so a lot of stuff going on over there on Fantasy Draft. So if you guys haven't checked them out, give them um, some love. They, they Awesome sponsors of the podcast. Obviously, they got NBA going on. They got NHL going on each and every night. Uh, so um, give, them, give them some love. Um, Will, no Thursday night football game. We still have a ton of football to talk about. Let's talk about the two-game slate on Saturday we get started with Washington at Tennessee, 37 total. Tennessee's favored by 10 in this game. Um, the implied team total here for Washington is 13 and a half. Is there anybody from the Redskins that you have any interest in here against Tennessee?
0: Uh not really, man. I just I just I just don't think I'm gonna do it. Uh, you know, I, I thought about maybe, you know, a little bit of crowder or something like that, but uh, just right on the surface level, man. I, I don't have any interest. Chris Thompson is, you know, not being used in the facet that I thought he would, you know. Uh, you know, hasn't really had some of those big target games. He's definitely not gonna get the carriage with AP there. So just really not not interested. AP still getting the touches, but end of the season, old man AP think he's slowing down a little bit. So I'm 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 just gonna take a pass on this on this offense as a whole.
1: The only guy on a two-game slate that I think I'd take a a legit shot here is Josh Johnson. And and I know that sounds a little crazy, but he gives you some rushing upside. Um, He's a guy that's probably going to carry the ball 10 to 15 times um, in this game. He ran the ball nine times for 49 yards last week. Um, We know his first game. He he ran the ball um, seven times for 45 and a touchdown. Like, he gives you that rushing upside on a two-game slate, uh, very cheap. You'll be able to fit in all the studs around him from other games or from other teams. Um, you don't have to pair him with anybody. You're really just hoping that you know he gets that little like two, three, four-yard rushing touchdown, gets those six points, ends up like around fifteen to twenty points uh, at his price. Uh, I don't hate Josh Johnson. If this was a full slate, Josh Johnson would not even be somebody I'd mention. To be honest but on a four game four team slate two games um I think we really should consider him because I think it's a tough matchup for Lamar Jackson I, I don't think Mariota has a ton of upside here they're, they're really committed to running the football right now so outside of Rivers you know I think Johnson's somebody we can consider here so uh, I just want to point that out and really that's the only guy like I'm not touching Dotson I'm not touching Reed I don't hate Jordan Reed he's really really cheap um for a two-game slate, and it's not like, you know, I love Gates or Mark Andrews or Luke Stocker um, now that, <laughs> um, you know, so I guess Frickster on the other side. But, like, Jordan Reed's not the worst ca- uh, tight end here if he plays, which it sounds like he is going to play. The thing that I found interesting, Will, and I know it's Josh Johnson playing quarterback, and but the thing that I found interesting here is the spread in this game – in a game that both of these two teams are alive in the playoff hunt, um, you know, Washington being seven and seven and Tennessee being eight and six, both of these teams are very alive in the playoff hunt. And I thought that the 10 point spread was a little crazy with two teams that have a lot to play for here. Um, what do we like on the Tennessee side of, Tennessee side of things?
0: Um, I think Mariota's too cheap. I think he's a guy you can for sure look at. I I definitely think he's still maybe a little hurt. Uh, we haven't gotten an upside game from him here recently, especially the way they're just handing Derrick Henry the ball. Uh, but I, I, I still think Mariota's probably a little bit too, too cheap here. Um, so, you know, I, I do have a little bit of interest from him. Uh, in this slate, only problem is I can get Lamar Jackson for a little bit more, who probably has a, a little bit higher floor uh, overall based on the way he's playing right now. Um, you know, I, I think the elephant in the room is do, do we play Derrick Henry? Uh, he's 5K on this slate. Uh, or, or wait a minute, that, that might not be right. I want to check that and make sure. But, uh, you know, do, do we play Derrick Henry, I think is the question. And you know, I, I was trying to deliberate. I feel like I feel like this is the spot where I'm supposed to fade Henry. However, if he's gonna get 30 touches or, you know, twenty to thirty touches, I almost feel like it's suicide to fail him to fade him uh in that in that touch range. So I, I think I'm gonna have to roll him out, despite the fact that I actually don't want to.
1: Yeah, Henry He's seventy three hundred on the two game slate. Um, him and Melvin Gordon probably the two best options. He made us eat it last week. Um, I did not by any means expect Derrick Henry to go out and get thirty three carries. He he totally was like, "Hey Stevie, haha." Ha. Um, played zero Henry last week. Um, you know, I I said that on the podcast last week that I wasn't going to chase that uh, four touchdown game, but. Uh, it, on a two-game slate, I feel like you. I feel like this is where I'm supposed to fade him, and and I probably won't. Um, and it's going to be like at the end of, at the end of this game. You know, it's just going gonna, gonna to be like I knew I should have faded him, but uh, it, it's really hard because there's not like we have a ton of running back options on the slate. Um, you know, with uh, it, it's tough. Like I, I Deion mean, Lewis think, is an excellent pivot. Deion Lewis is an excellent pivot. Deion Lewis is almost three thousand dollars cheaper than Derrick Henry. And if if this game stays close and Henry's not doing what he's done the last couple of weeks, like I, I think they start getting Lewis more involved.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I, I almost feel like the easiest way to fade him is to maybe take AP. Like, AP is the only other guy that's probably going to get close to that many carries or Gus Edwards in the next game. But those are, like, the only two guys. Like, if you're thinking about fading Henry, I don't I don't even like AP or Gus Edwards as much, but I think those are the only two guys you could legitimately fade him for. And uh, so, yeah. But anyway, I you know – Deep down inside, the bottom line is I want to fade them. That, that's that's really what's happening here. I want to fade him, just not sure if I can on a on a two game slate. So uh, there you have it. Uh, Tywan Taylor's thirty seven hundred. Maybe you throw him in as a as a dart throw and you know hope he he catches a few targets. But I really don't like this game as much in general. I think the better game is the Ravens and Chargers. Uh, you know, which is the game we'll get to next.
1: All right. Um, let's move on. You know, like you said, we'll you know finish it up this two-game slate. Baltimore at LA, taking on the Chargers, forty-four total. Chargers favored by four. Um, another. So both these games, both these games have a lot um, riding on them, playoff-wise. So um, the Chargers are locked into the playoffs, but with the win last week on the Chiefs, um, you know they could win out, and if the Chiefs slip um, within the last two games. Like the Chargers have the opportunity to have home field throughout, um, you know, the AFC anyway, because obviously the Saints right now at twelve and two have one of the best chances to have home field throughout the playoffs. Um, anyway, I guess home field, whatever. Um, Super Bowl is Super Bowl, but home field throughout the playoffs. Uh, the Chargers have that opportunity here. Um, so. Let's start with Baltimore. They're still in the hunt here. Um, as a Dolphins fan, I hope Baltimore loses this game. Um, <laughs> I really want them to lose this game. <laughs> I, you know, as somebody that like is rooting for Cleveland to play all their guys this weekend, I hope Baltimore loses this game as well. Um, anyway, let's start with the Ravens. It sounds like Lamar Jackson is going to be the guy again. Uh, you know, Bosa's back, but. Even though he's been back, like the Chargers have allowed five rushing touchdowns over the last three games um, and eight over the last five. So, like, they're not allowing a lot of yards to running backs, but like Kansas City rushed the ball 12 times for 62 and two touchdowns last week. Um, You know, Mixon had a really good game in week 14. We know um, in week 13, Pittsburgh had a good game. Like, they're allowing enough. That I think Gus Gus Edwards is interesting here, um, but I I really like Lamar Jackson gives us really good upside run, run it, rushing the ball and like that's the only reason I I think I'd play him here. He 18 carries last week against Tampa.
0: Yeah, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like I think th- this might be you know on a two game. I'm really feeling like Lamar Jackson and Gus Edwards. Maybe you know the pairing that I kind of lean on. Um, like I said, I did like Mariota because I feel like he's going to actually be somewhat contrarian on this slate. Uh, but but I, but I think Lamar Jackson and Gus Edwards are, are kind of the pairing. Believe it or not, I know the Chargers you know have have you know historically been pretty good against the pass. And but but I think on, on a two game, I, I think we can definitely look at uh, Willie Sneed. I don't, I don't think this is a guy that's going to light the slate on fire. I just feel like he's kind of safe for a two-game. Like, if you look at what he's done uh, with Jackson in there the past two weeks, seven targets, five catches, 61 yards, six targets, five catches, 58 yards. If he happens to uh, get in the box, you know, this week, you know, by chance, you know, he pulls it and in, in, instead of running, he, he throws it down the seam and Willie Sneed can get in the box, then you're looking at a, a what I feel like is a pretty good performance for this particular two-game slate. So, you know, I, I mean, I, I know that this isn't the the ideal time to take Willie Sneed, but I think I think he's getting more volume than anyone else in the passing game when they do throw it. So, you know, I'm, I'm not against a Jackson Edwards-Willie Sneed Perry from the Ravens. I actually think that's something that's viable for this slate. Yeah,
1: I, I just man, the passing game here, it just the thing that is interesting to pay attention to here, um for what it's worth, to kind of pay attention to see if Nick Boyle passes concussion protocol. It's an early week. Um, see if he passes because if he's out, um Mark Andrews is a little interesting. But they still have like four guys, so I, I still don't think I touch the tight end situation. I just hate the passing game here. Uh as far as the chargers go. Keenan Allen did not practice on Tuesday. Practice limited um, on Wednesday. We'll have to see. It's a short week. If if Keenan Allen's out, like
0: Mike Williams is a lock for
1: me on a two game slate.
0: Uh, you, to to be honest, the Williams twins are locks at that point. I will I'll play both of them. Um, you know I I think they'll both get ample work in the passing game. Uh, I, I wouldn't even mind a dart throwing Travis Benjamin at that at that point. You know he's a guy. I mean, look—he's boomer bust. He's either going to catch a fifty-yard touchdown or he isn't going to do anything. And you know, on a two-game slate, you know, obviously, I think he would be the guy that kind of falls, you know, out of out of the the thoughts of, of, of people. You know, how people want to co- construct their lineups. And then I think Antonio Gates is another guy that um, you know may not get as, as much. I know the the tight end position is limited, but I think more people will you know flock to Reed or Vernon Davis or. Ferks or you know, I don't think they'll really look at any of the Baltimore guys. So maybe Antonio Gates goes a little low on that slate as well. Um, You know, with with the way the passing options are looking, you know, Stevie, I I think this might be a time we can employ uh, one of your highly coveted patented strategies here and maybe run double tight end and hope it works out. Maybe you take Antonio Gates and a Jordan Reed or a Jordan Reed and a Vernon Davis, you know, something creative to see if you can take it down. Especially with you know some of the passing games lacking on this slate outside of maybe the Chargers,
1: be super contrarian to run um, uh, two tight ends on this slate. So um, I don't disagree with it. I uh, probably I'll probably fire one team up and see what roster construction looks like. Uh, we uh, we kind of kind of bury the lead here. Melvin Gordon expected back. Philip Rivers expected back. They're both really good plays here. Um top quarterback, top running back on the slate. We don't really need to go in get into it too much. Um even if Keenan Allen plays, I'm a little concerned just because you know if he's banged up enough where you know he tried to play last week. Like if you watch that game, he 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 tried. Yeah, he's like, it hurts too much. Um and I feel like it would just take one bad hit and he, you know, he's right back out. So I, I think Keenan Allen on a two game slate is not the worst fate in the world uh, if he's active. So um, obviously he can burn me. Oh, and just to go back to your point really quick on Willie Sneed, didn't even think about it. Desmond King is the slot receiver or slot corner, and he's the best well, slot corner. In, he's the best slot corner in football. Um, uh, so like the tight ends really might be interesting for Baltimore the more i think about it like
0: yeah i know that's figuring out which one you. though like
1: yeah <laughs> go figure figure out which one all right will let, let's move on to the main slate we we spent enough time on um the two game slate we start with your panthers it just happens to work out that way biggest news of the weekend obviously came out uh today you know, cam newton tyler Hineke um we'll draw the starts it is the falcons and carolina panthers it's in carolina they pulled the total in this game so we'll have to see what it kind of opens at with um no cam newton we'll start with the atlanta side of things you know atlanta they're not really playing for anything at this point except for pride and maybe the coach's job they're five and nine they get to seven and nine maybe the coach doesn't lose his job but man what a a terrible season that has been for atlanta um Ida smith went on the ir that's you know something we need to note so he's out telvin coleman and brian hill um should get majority of the work so it's more than likely going to be uh coleman anyway uh what we like here for atlanta
0: yeah i mean I, i i don't think i've been this excited to maybe maybe take a shot on tevin coleman probably since you know the the first or second week he was starting so uh i I think he's viable here at 4800 uh and i think he's going to be involved look i mean caroline's been pretty tough against the run but at 4800 if they are i think he can get involved in the passing game Uh, obviously my favorite player in this this game is is on this side of the ball excuse me is uh julio jones 8700 julio uh austin hooper 3700 my goodness i mean i I could just see fireworks between those two guys alone. So uh, th- this is a game that I really like. Uh, I like, you know, several pieces from from both sides, actually. So, uh, you know, Matt Ryan is a guy that I like this week. I know he's on the road, but, you know, if he can push the ball downfield, these guys are going to score points. Um, so, you know, Ryan, Julio, Tevin Colbin, I don't mind a sprinkle of Calvin really this week as well. Uh, all these guys should eat. But none, you know, my favorites, obviously Julio and Austin Hooper, the tight end position, Uh, these guys should feast and really excited to take a shot on those guys.
1: Yeah, if Julio sits, you know, obviously he's dealing with this hip injury, hasn't practiced yet this week. Uh, They didn't really expect him to practice uh, yet, so... If he sits or it sounds like he's going to be a decoy, I love Calvin Ridley. Like, I like the outside guy against Carolina. I don't mind Sanu if Julio sits. Um, but Ridley's really the guy that I'd be targeting more the most here. Uh, like the Hooper call, I think he has some touchdown ep- upside here. Do not really like Matt Ryan in this game. Um, I-, I like the pieces around Ryan. I think I can get all my necessary exposure to Atlanta through the, 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 the players that are not Matt Ryan with Hooper and, you know, whoever the wide receivers tend to be and Coleman. Um, All right. So the flip side of this game, obviously we just kind of talked about it. No Cam Newton. Um, I I actually think that Taylor Haneke um, is really decent. Like they, they like this guy enough that they, who they cut? You, you would know. They cut somebody at the beginning of the season and made him their number, made him the number two over, was it,
0: or who it was. Yeah, it wasn't Webb because uh, he was already gone. I, I actually I actually can't remember right now because I mean Derek Anderson was gone too. So and Derek Anderson's been our primary backup for god eight, nine years now. So I, I can't I can't think of who it is right now, but yeah, but they like him though. Um you they, know,
1: he, they they like him a lot. Like he was 24 for 36 for 323 and two touchdowns, one interception during preseason. He ran the ball a little bit, but not a lot. But um, this dude's fast. I don't know if you knew that or not, but this guy's quick. Um, He's really quick, quick, quick. So I wouldn't be shocked if we see a little bit of um, the RPO uh, action here with uh, this guy, and um, Christian McCaffrey. But he's 4K. I think a lot of discussions are going to be, can we play him in, in cash games or not? And I honestly think the answer to that question is yes.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I think we can uh, he's 4k people and uh, he's got one of the premier matching matchups for, for Just throwing to his running back. Just check down central and uh, just on check downs alone He might be able to get you there uh, and, and I'm not saying that to exaggerate. I mean Trist- Christian McCaffrey can legitimately, you know take two screens to the house against this defense so, uh, you know, I, I'm really excited here. I, I think this is a good spot to buy low. There aren't too many times we can get a 4K quarterback, um, you know, against this this Atlanta defense. So I, I'm excited about it, like Christian McCaffrey. I still like DJ Moore and guys like Curtis Samuel in this matchup as well. Um, you know, I know Cam's not running the show, so, you know, they may not have as many of these uh you know, some of the reverses and stuff like that. But I know these guys, they want to get the ball in in, in those two guys' hands and kind of let them navigate the defense. So I'm I'm still really excited about those guys. And, uh, you know, Ian Thomas at 3,500, you know, I I don't think it's a secret that when guys have their first starts, you know, they want them to get easy throws. And so, you know, the tight end position is usually one of the easiest when they, you know, go down and kind kind of turn around after five yards, especially if they're playing soft coverage. And uh, can, can grab a few targets, so you know. But but McCaffrey and, and more, kind of my top two targets here, and then Ian Thomas would actually probably be my third. I think you know those three guys are guys that he's going to look to kind of get involved and help him, you know, adjust to the speed of the game early on.
1: Yeah, it's just you know you kind of you kind of expect like this guy to use Christian McCaffrey. Um he's probably worked with DJ Moore. Um, you know, DJ Moore's really come alive over the last you know five or six weeks. But if we remember to the beginning of the season, you know, they were using Wright and these guys over him. So he's probably worked with Wright. Um he won the he won the backup job over um Garrett Gilbert and Kyle Allen, for what it's worth. Um, those are the guys that I can think of. Garrett Gilbert's the
0: guy I was thinking about.
1: Yeah, I, I couldn't think of it either. But anyway. I think it's more of a play on DraftKings. I'm going to have some exposure to him on Fanduel. He's 6K on Fandle. He's min salary over there as well. But the price difference like on Fandle and DraftKings is such a drastic – like you know, a guy being 4K to 6K on DraftKings compared to a guy being 6K to 7,500 on Fanduel is a big difference. So um, I really – I think it's more of a DraftKings play. I think I will play him on Fanduel in tournaments, but I don't know if I'd use him in cash on Fanduel. Um, love Christian McCaffrey, love Christian McCaffrey this week. It's a, it's a pass catching running back against Atlanta. I don't need to really get into it too much. Um, you know, the the first game he had against this team, he went for 30 fantasy points. Uh, he had 15 targets. He had 14 catches and I wouldn't be shocked if he sees like double digit targets here with this, um, you know, young quarterback.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting double digit targets for sure.
1: All right, and I'm not playing Funches. Funches is kind of getting weeded out in this offense. Um, I don't really have a lot of like outside of like Funches catching a touchdown, maybe on like Fanduel, and that'd be the only place that I'd play him because he's just he's a red zone threat at all, and that's really all he is. So, Houston Texans, Philadelphia Eagles, another game that you know we get some games this week that have some nice little um you know playoff um stuff going on. So, obviously here, this one's interesting. Um. Let's start with Houston. It's really hard, really really hard not to like like DeAndre Hopkins here. Um and Deshaun Watson. I like both of these guys.
0: Yeah, these guys should feast this week. Um I, you know, hopefully people kind of forget what happened in this Rams game because I'm expecting the Texans to show up here. Uh these guys have, have been you know, fairly hot. I mean, I look, I mean we can, we can talk about the teams they played and you know, so forth and so on. The bottom line is they've been winning football games and, you know, they've been a team that's kind of been able to fly under the radar and keep winning because of teams like Kansas city and the chargers just kind of covering them up. And I, I think it's been great for them. So uh, really like Deshaun Watson in this spot here. Uh, Lamar Miller just destroyed all our hopes and dreams last week uh, with that hip or whatever he had. So we'll, we'll see what's going on there. Uh, but DeAndre Hopkins, really like him. Um, I actually really like Demarius Thomas. I know Kiki QT's kind of been out, but I I feel like Thomas has has been getting steady work here uh, the past few weeks, and uh, his price is you know still at forty seven hundred. I, I think that's fair, and if he can happen to, if he happens to get in the end zone, you know with you know five catches for fifty yards or sixty yards, I mean I, I think that's great for for that price tag. So don't mind him. And and those are kind of the guys I'm looking at. So I I feel like I'm going to pass a Lamar Miller this week. I feel like I should go back to the well, but I don't want to. But Watson, Hopkins, Thomas, those are going to be the guys that that I look at in this spot. And I I like all three of those guys.
1: Outside of the Steelers-Saints game, uh, obviously that game's in New Orleans, it's indoors, it's going to be a slugfest, if I had to predict that game. We'll talk about it when we get there. Um...
0: Outside of that game. The Colts going to be indoors, too.
1: Yeah, outside of that game, DeAndre Hopkins is my favorite wide receiver play this weekend. Like, Philly's secondary is so banged up. Like, I I know we talk about it, but, like, I I don't think people realize how much the secondary is banged up. The start of the season, they were solid, you know, but right now they're so banged up. They're allowing the second most fantasy points per game to opposing wide wide receivers. DeAndre Hopkins – is in a prime spot to go bonkers in this game. So Houston's still technically playing for something. I don't think they can get the one seed, but they're still playing for that first round buy. Like if they win this game, uh, I think that they – I don't know if they lock it up over the Patriots, if the Patriots win, but they're playing for that first round buy. That's what you want. You want that buy. You don't want to play in that wild card weekend. You want to buy. Um, so – Houston, uh, this is going to be a game I love DeAndre Hopkins. Do not like Lamar Miller. Um, definitely don't mind the DT call. Um, the Eagles side, you know, this is going to be a really tough spot for Nick Foles. You know, this Houston defense gets at quarterbacks. Um, you know, Watt has just done an amazing job all season. Is there anything here from Philly that you like?
0: Alshon, Jeffrey, listen, I for whatever reason – Nick Foles likes Alshon Jeffrey. He does. I, I don't know. I, I don't know why. Go back and watch the Super Bowl. Just go back and watch this game against the Rams. Go watch, you know, and, and, and Alshon, here's the crazy part. Alshon was out earlier this season when Foles was starting, so we didn't get really get to see it ramp up. But for whatever reason, he likes Alshon. Uh, and for that reason alone, I, I know that's not great analysis, but Alshon, I'm expecting him to get targets dialed up here. I'm expecting this to be a competitive game. They're at home. Uh, I, I really like him, and I, I, I think I think he could have a really big game. I'm I'm not just saying that just because of this game he just had. It's just you know he's been really good with foals. He didn't even get in the end zone last week. Eight targets, eight catches, 160 yards. Uh, you know if he if he gets in the end zone, he has a monster day. So. I like Alshon Jeffrey here, especially if we're thinking about you know running some Texans. I don't. I'm not a guy that always has to run it back, but you know if I'm running Watson and Hopkins this week, I think I think I'm going to run it back with Jeffrey. I, I think that is an optimal play this week on this slate.
1: If this ankle thing for Zach Ertz becomes a bigger like concern. And, like, he ends up missing this game. Uh, obviously, I think um, Dallas Go- Godert. Oh, yeah, Goddard, yeah. Goddard um, would definitely be somebody we'd look at. But agree with you. I, I like Jeffrey here. Um, we know that, you know, Nick Foles likes him. So, um, that's it. Let's move on to the next game here. We got the Giants and the Colts, 46-and-a-half total. Indiana uh, – Indianapolis – Man, football and basketball going at the same time. I always mess up <laughs> Indiana and Indianapolis. It drives me insane, but I do it. Um, you know. Anyway, the Giants here. Uh, obviously, uh, the Giants got eliminated last week. They really just have like them in Green Bay now are officially out. Um, Barkley, what a disappointment last week uh, for Saquon. It was a I really knew. rough game for him. It was just. It was I just knew not one it. of. The, he just couldn't get anything going, but like the price decrease the price decrease here like i'm all about decreasing after a, a bad game but DraftKings kings 1500 decrease like barkley i don't care who he's playing this week like this guy still has rookie of the year to play for like i love barkley in this match.
0: yeah i don't i don't mind barkley uh 7900 It's just too cheap. He's going to be indoors. Uh, They're going to need to try to keep up. If Odell's back, uh, we'll we'll see. But, um, yeah, I like Barkley. And and I think Barkley's probably one of the only guys I like on this side of the ball. Uh, I'm just really interested in the Colts this week at home, still playing for something. Um, But, yeah, Saquon at 7,900, just too cheap. Don't have to overthink it. Plug him in your lineups.
1: I will not play Sterling Shepard. I will not play Sterling Shepard. I will not play Sterling like <laughs> I need I, I need to go to Sterling Shepard like um so, like uh, man two two uh oh, two catches on nine targets last week in I uh, I probably will play him. I I know I just got done saying, but if Odell's out, this game's indoors. It's so different than the rainy game in Tennessee last week like I will play Sterling Shepard if Odell sits again, but I probably will regret it again. Um, Russell Shepard is a little banged up if he ends up not playing with the ankle and Odell's out. I think you could take a shot on um, Benny Fowler in tournaments. I don't think he's the worst um, min-salary crapper on the slate, so um that's all i really got for the Giants side i'm with you really really like um indianapolis side of things here ty hilton on turf at home in a game that has some meaning behind it you know obviously the colts are in prime position if baltimore loses on thursday or saturday um you know they're, they're the team that really wants to the baltimore team to lose so I love the Colts here. Uh I love Andrew Luck. I like T. Y. Hilton. Marlon Mack coming off of a really good game. I don't mind him. But I, I really like I, I know the Giants have not allowed a lot of fantasy points to wide receivers. They've allowed a lot to running backs. Uh but I'm I'm overlooking that this week and just absolutely playing T. Y. Hilton.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean and, and the wide receiver ones, I mean, they're ranked thirty-second in DVOA, so I I think that's what we should expect. Listen, I I think this is the week to just go back to Eric Ebron. Uh, I know that he disappointed everyone's heart and soul last week, but I'm telling you, this guy is still going to be involved in this offense. I I think this is the week to just go right back. He's 5,700. He's not priced where he's appealing to the eye because his name is Eric Ebron. But this could be the week he just destroys the slate again. And uh, I'm just trying to encourage the listeners to not miss out uh, on an Eric Ebron classic two-touchdown game in the first half, four catches for 40 yards. So don't don't miss out. I I think I'm actually going to pass on Marlon Mack this week. Luck, Hilton, Ebron, those are the guys I'm looking at.
1: Yeah, make sure this – quad injury for ebron's okay he didn't play a lot of snaps last week like that quad injury actually became a real big thing uh, last week for him so um he he still hasn't practiced this week I, in, a, in a game that they need to win i guess we can even call it a must-win game because obviously like it's a playoff on huh? there's two weeks left you, it, every game's a must-win game when there's two games of the season left for anybody in a playoff pitcher uh so you know, for me, I really want to pay attention to the quad injury because uh, Mo Alley-Cox would be really interesting as much as um, Luck loves his tight ends if if Ebron doesn't play. But if Ebron's good to go, I agree with you. Um, I think he's surely in play here. Yeah. Um, all right. Oh, you got something else, Ed?
0: No, um, no, I'm good. Disagreeing uh, with
1: you. All right. I like when we agree. It's fun. Uh, Green Bay Packers at New York Jets. What a stinker this one is. Um, this game opened – and it shifted, and now the line got pulled. Um, I would be shocked if Aaron Rodgers plays this weekend. Like He, he expects to play is what it's being told. Um, he wants to be out there with his guys, but all I'm saying is this line movement stuff is really, really funky. Uh, let's talk Packers. If Rodgers is active, do we play him? If Rodgers is active, do we play Devontae Adams? What are we doing with Jamal Williams with Aaron Jones going on the IR? Like, I think it all depends on Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, it all depends on Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah, I mean, everything I've I've dug up this week, Aaron Rodgers said he's going to play. Uh, I know. I just talk, talk. I mean, he listen, man. Aaron Rodgers is banging the leadership drum. He's saying, you know, he's leading his guys. He's not, you know. Copping out at the end of the season, he's not saying the games don't matter. The games matter, you know. You know, defenses don't matter, but games matter. Listen, if Rodgers has got this kind of attitude right now, I think you play him at low ownership. I and mean, he's sixty three hundred. I mean, come on. When you've got Jamal Williams and Capri Bibbs and Dan Vital showing up on the depth chart, don't you just play Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and let the chips fall where they may? Hey, I've talked about it before, like, this is a spot where, and, and Devontae Adams, as much as much as I like uh, DeAndre Hopkins, if Aaron Rodgers plays, I'm probably going really, I'm talking about 40, 50% of Devontae Adams, because he's not going to get any ownership this week, even against the Jets. So... I, I really like Adams and Rodgers this week with this, you know, somewhat watered down running game. I don't think they'll run it as much with Williams because Williams is, you know, really a better pass protector than he is running back. So I, 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 li- I like Rodgers and Adams this week if uh, if Rodgers plays. Um, I think I think that's the tournament spot for me, Even even outside of my Panthers with their value, I, I just think Rodgers and Adams is a prime time combination on this slate. Uh, that's probably going pretty low on.
1: I think Jimmy Graham sits um, for what it's worth. So I think that bumps up Adams. Um, I think Jamal Williams is it playable uh, on DraftKings and fantasy draft. Uh, Yahoo is um, full point PPR too, right? I think I could be wrong. Um, the full point PPR sites, Jamal Williams, and he's probably really, really cheap on Yahoo. So you probably play him over there, um, regardless. But um, because I think he gets the catches here, you know, he's not going to come off the field. He's going to be in there pass blocking. He'll get the catches. Um, so I, I think Jamal Williams is in play on those sites. I don't know how much Jamal Williams I'll have on Fanduel. I will still have some of him. Uh, there's not a lot of running backs that I love this week. There's some there's some running backs that I really like, but I don't really love some running backs this week. So I, I don't mind, you know, mixing up um, some of my exposure to running backs and you know maybe playing Jamal Williams um, in, in situations. Um, let's see here, the Jets side of things. I think Robbie Anderson is in play. I really do like with Sam Darnold at cornerback or quarterback cornerback quarterback um he's gonna throw the ball to robbie anderson he's he's proved that the last couple weeks he proved that at the beginning of the season when he was healthy i'm i'm gonna play robbie anderson here I, i don't see a reason not to like you know he has 11 catches for 172 yards and two touchdowns over the last two games against buffalo and houston and we know green bay's defense is not as good as buffalo and houston's
0: Stevie, you're getting me excited with some Robbie Anderson talk. Come on now!
1: They've allowed the fourth most points to wide receivers this season. Like, why are we not, you know, playing Robbie Anderson? Obviously, we're not playing. We we're probably not playing him because the Jets suck. But we're playing him because Sam Darnold likes him enough that we know we have to consider him, right?
0: Yeah, listen, I I don't mind that at all. I mean, I'm, I'm up here. You're getting me excited with some Robbie Anderson. I mean, doesn't this guy? just kind of become a slate breaker seven several times throughout the year and he's never high on not one time has he been high owned on a slate so uh listen if if i'm looking at rogers and like i said i i don't have to stack a game every time i want i want to play but if i'm looking at rogers and i'm looking at uh Devontae adams I, I don't mind throwing in uh robbie anderson at all i mean love that call stevie Uh, He's affordable pretty much on all sites. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I I love that call. Uh, I I think Elijah McGuire is still in play uh, this week as well. I mean, he's 4,700. You know, last week, if you look at what he did, I mean, he got 18 carries, 42 yards and a touchdown, had four targets. Uh, It looked like early in the game. I mean, he had a fumble that kind of, you know, maybe cost him a little bit. Trenton Cannon had seven for, for seven rushing attempts for thirteen yards, four targets as well. But I, I think I think Elijah McGuire's in play this week. Um, I, I like him as well in this spot too. So don't leave him out at four thousand seven hundred. I, I think he could, you know, r- really make a difference here in this game.
1: Yahoo is a half point PPR, by the way. Uh, Freddie, bill that's curious. Um, i drove to georgia last week to play the yahoo contest i drove there like luckily like where i'm getting married we have stuff that we have to do and it's only like 30 minutes pat or like short of the georgia line so we had to go up there um on wednesday or tuesday and do some stuff for the wedding so i like uh, we're driving an extra 30 minutes babe um i gotta enter some yahoo contest um Anyway, um Love Robbie Anderson. I uh, this is a sneaky shootout game. This is the sneaky shootout game. This is the sneaky shootout game. Anyway, moving on. Vikings and Lions 42 and a half Minnesota favored by 5 in this game. Dalvin Cook finally reminded us why we liked him so much going into the season last week. Minnesota's fighting for the the 6th seed, possibly the 5th seed in the in the NFC. Must-win game for the Minnesota Vikings. They go right back to Dalvin Cook. New offensive coordinator gave him. They fed him the football last week, and they're going to do it again this week.
0: Yeah, I think so. Uh, Will he get it going? Uh, I don't know. Uh, The Lions have probably about given up now. Um, But, you know, they've still been fairly good against the run throughout the course of a season. Lions are
1: going to show up this week just because of who they're playing. If yeah, you, uh, you know, any that you get this situation, like they're going to show up this week.
0: But I still don't mind Dalvin Cook. And, and the reason right. why is because I just think even if he's not as effective in the run game, I think they'll get him involved in the passing game. So I know last week he only had two targets, but they didn't need him last week in the passing game. And, you know, Detroit does play a little slow. But, I mean, if you look at Dalvin Cook's (coughs) targets the weeks prior, 10 targets and 7 targets, that's more of kind of what I think this game could be like if they bottle him up on the ground because I do think they want to get him involved and get him into a rhythm, you know, if, in fact, this team can make somewhat of a playoff run. So, like those guys, Adam Thielen, I mean, just play him. I know he had a bad week last week. Who cares? They didn't need him. Uh, They they destroyed Miami. Sorry, Stevie. Stevie. But uh, Adam Thielen, oh. I think he's a great play this week. And, and, and also Stefan Diggs. I think you fire those guys up. I know I'm not giving out all of the thin plays, but I think this week you, you stick to your guns, play the guys that you know are going to get their hands on the rock and ride it to the money.
1: So I banged the drum for Diggs last week. I'm going to bang the drum for Thielen this week. I love Thielen. They typically shadow with Darius Slay. He's been much better this year than he has been years past. Um, he should get digs here. Thielen's gonna have the best matchup on the field against um Nevin Lawson in in the slot. They're gonna use Thielen in the slot. This is the spot that Thielen has a good game. Um I I overlooked that two target, even better reason to go to Thielen here. He's gonna go back and be like, Hey guys, two targets. Like I know we crushed Miami, but two targets really like, I had a streak in the beginning of the season, and I kept putting up 100-yard games, and you're going to give me two targets in a game? Um, it's not what the offensive coordinator wants to do. So I think Dillon's great here. I love Dalvin Cook. Um, but I do think Detroit shows up. Anytime you get an in, in like, NFC, like, this is the NFC North, like, in-division rivalry type game where they can try to, like, hurt playoff like, outcomes for another division rival, you, you bet your ass they're going to show up this week. So that doesn't mean I love Detroit here. Uh, I can't really, like – like, like I, I've been looking at Detroit going, who am I going to play from Detroit if anybody – like, maybe Kenny Galladay, who's just a beast?
0: Yeah, maybe so. And let me just say, you know, everyone thought that uh, Mr. Caldwell was the problem. But if you look at what Detroit did under Jim Caldwell, and you look at what they're doing now, it's night and day. Jim Bob Cooter, I don't know what has happened between him and Matthew Stafford. They're just not clicking right now, and they haven't been clicking all season. I mean, Stafford is going from hero to zero here and in just just a season. And so I, I think a lot of it has to do with coaching. You know, I read an article early this year where it talked about this team wanting to give up on Patricia during training camp. And, boy, has that article just kind of resonated in my mind this season as they've been kind of trucking along. Really haven't seen any fire out of this team since the New England Patriots victory. And uh, about the only guy I probably could play would be Galladay and maybe Bruce Ellington if he's completely healthy. But Stafford, I mean, Stafford at 4,900, if you told me I could get Stafford at 4,900 last year, I think I'd play him 100 times out of 100. But this season, I don't even want to take a shot on him at 4,900. And that's really awful. I hate it. But, you know, I think Galladay and maybe a little bit of Bruce Ellington uh, are the only guys that I would consider here. And that's as long as Bruce Ellington is completely healthy and I don't have any fear of, you know, him just kind of trotting out there for a paycheck.
1: The only other guy that I could consider here is, is Theoretic. Uh Pass-catching running backs against Minnesota. They're 31st in DVOA against pass-catching running backs. So if I script, I don't know what I'm playing this weekend as far as, like, entries yet. I haven't sat down and looked at it. But if I script here, I, I probably throw in, like, 5% Riddick and probably 5% Zach Center because he can catch the ball in the backfield too. So, And he'll get the goal line carries, so. I, I don't mind maybe firing up a little bit. Like, they have pretty much said, like, Blunt, uh, we're done with him. We're getting Zach Zenner and Theo work, uh, which is fine. They should do that. Like, all right, moving on. Bills and Patriots, 44 and a half total. New England favored by 13. You know, we get into this situation where we've been talking about, like, must-win games, and, like, who would have thought, like, we're at this point in the season and, like, New England, they're not in, like, must-win games, but New England needs to win football games. Like, you know they pretty much you know if they win this weekend they lock in their playoff spot they win the division but like it's just not been a great season for new england with limited quarterback play this week that i like i don't hate the upside of josh allen's like rushing ability here um we kind of just expected it to stop and him not to rush the ball as much but you know we go back to detroit last week and it kind of stopped but he still had a rushing touchdown like he still had nine attempts. He just didn't break a big one. Like, what are we doing here with Buffalo?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what kind of saved him last week. You know, he got in the box. And, you know, when guys can get touchdowns with their legs, it really mm-hmm. changes the dynamics of the game. Uh, you know, I, he's probably going to get spied on a fair amount this week. I mean, this is a game where I don't care what the Patriots say. I, I, I think everyone knows they need to win this game. Um, They they may or may not have any type of home field advantage. We'll see. But uh, I I like Allen, 5,800. He's not my favorite quarterback this week. But for whatever reason, he's just continuing to put up nice fantasy point games. So uh, I think you can look at him. Robert Foster is probably going to be an option again. Uh, He's starting to emerge, at least in these last few weeks, as kind of the best target on this team. I know he only had five targets last week, but, I mean, he turned that into four for 108 and a touchdown. And then we've got him against the Jets. He turned eight targets into seven for 104. Uh, And Zay Jones, I think he's kind of going to be the forgotten son here, but he is still getting the targets. He's just not catching anything. Nine targets against the Jets, three catches, 22 yards. And then he had uh, uh, six targets last week against Detroit, one reception for 11 yards. So I, I don't want to put Zay Jones on the back burner. I think at 3,700, you know, you're running 150 lineups. I think these are guys that you run, you know, 5%, 10% in. Um, and, and, of course, more people are going to be on Foster this week than Zay Jones, and they could easily flip-flop flip flop back to Jones, and Jones could have the big day. So like Allen, like Zay Jones, I, I don't want get, to get mixed up in this running game at all. Spent too much time on the Bills, by the way. Sorry.
1: You're fine, man. Um, Foster, since they cut Benjamin, all those guys in week 13. He he played the last two weeks. He's played 96% of the snaps and 84% of the snaps in those two games, ran 30 and 21 routes. Um, so he's he's surely an option now. It'd be really interesting to see because there's there's two sites that I use for wide receiver cornerback matchups, and I like when they agree, I hate when they disagree. And they disagree this week one site has foster getting shadowed by gilmore and the other site has Zay jones getting shadowed by gilmore i, I think like whoever doesn't get shadowed by gilmore is to play um you know we talked about stefan gilmore so much this season like such a shutdown corner it it's sad that new england not that great um but anyway um yeah we spent a lot of time on them jones Foster, tournament plays. Josh Allen, not the worst tournament play. New England Patriots side of things. Um, Gronk always shows up against B- Buffalo. Always shows up against Buffalo. He disappointed everybody last week. Like It was a prime spot. It was like one of the best matchups on the entire slate. And he just didn't get targeted uh, whatsoever in the first half of that football game. What are we doing with the New England Patriots here um, going up against Buffalo?
0: Uh, must win game. They're at home. Um, I, I think you look at, you know, Tom, obviously Sony Michelle didn't get it done. Uh, like I thought last week, I, I thought he was going to kind of have a big game. And obviously I misinterpreted that. But uh, I, I think this is, you know, a spot where we just kind of go back to the Patriots and, and let them reset. You know, uh the Bills' defense has been okay for most of the year, and uh, but but I, I think the Patriots are going to get it done here. I, I don't see any reason why they won't. Josh Gordon, uh, Edelman, Gronk. I think you just go right back to the well on all these guys. Um, you know they were on the road in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh need to win, so uh, I think I think that's how you do it. Brady, I'm expecting him to you know try to get going and uh, you know try to try to put some points on the board early. And maybe he can rest those old legs in the fourth. And uh, that, that's kind of what I'm trying to think through here. But Brady and the usual suspects, uh, I think, are who I'm going to look at. Obviously, we know Chris Hogan caught a deep touchdown last week, but um, I, I'm not going to buy too much into that. He only had three targets. and I'm, I'm just not going to worry about that.
1: Don't play Chris Hogan. He's had more than two catches one time. or, tw- or He hasn't had more than two catches since week seven. Don't play Chris Hogan, like ever since Josh Gordon's got there, Josh Gordon's the guy like Julian Edelman is a great cash game, high floor. Don't mind playing him in tournaments as well. if he finds the end zone, he should have a really good game here. Um, Josh Gordon's the tournament play, Gronk's the tournament play. James White went bonkers in the first meeting against this team, and he didn't do it on the ground. He did it through the air. He had ten catches for seventy nine yards in the first meeting against um Buffalo. You know, I, I, I think, like, Michelle was out for that game, so it's tough to really compare. Um, the running game is such is such a mess with New England like it is every year. But I don't mind taking a shot on White and Michelle, White or Michelle, in tournaments. But really the guy here for me is Julian Edelman. He, he's the guy. He's the high-floor type play, cash games. Um, really, really good play here against Buffalo. Uh, moving on to one of my favorite games of the weekend, Cincinnati at Cleveland, forty-four and a half total. Cleveland favored by nine. We're going to talk about Cleveland in a second, but I just wanted to point out, like Baker Mayfield is becoming one of my favorite players, and there, there's a good chance within the next couple of years, I own a Baker Mayfield jersey. The fact that he's like people were asking him, um, I think yesterday, what like what what is the rest of the season like for Cleveland with them really not. Like they still have a shot technically, but they really don't have a shot. And he's like, "We're gonna go out and win the last two games." What are you talking about? Like we want to win games. Like this, we need to win football games. And and, like I love hearing that. Out of it's like we were talking about Aaron Rodgers. Like we're we're seeing this, and like this guy is a rookie, and and he is talking like a veteran leader. So uh, love that on Mayfield side. Let's start with Cincinnati um who who's gonna play wide receiver for cincinnati this weekend uh, like
0: that's a legit question right i'm about to send in my high school mixtape and see if i can get a right one, like one, one week contract let's 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 fire it up uh doesn't it
1: sound like boyd's gonna play aj green's on the ir john ross is banged up like he was limited because of an ankle injury like uh good luck figuring
0: out like cody core <laughs> listen i'm, I'm I'm going to tell you who's going to play wide receiver. It's going to be Mr. Jabril Peppers from <laughs> Cleveland Browns. That's who's going to play wide receiver because he's going to be catching everything. Uh, seriously, though, I, I, I was all over Joe Mixon last week, and for good reason. I I, I can't do it this week. Um, I, I'm not going to have anybody from the Bengals. Uh, I, I had to laugh at my boy Big T last week. He was on the, the morning drive. You catch him on Sundays. And oh man, just classic statement about his Bengals. He was like, "Have you watched the Bengals the past few weeks? We're talking about playing the Bengals." I got I I'm, I'm going to roll with that statement this week. I was all over mixing last week, had him, I think 100%. Uh I I'm, I'm not going to have any Bengals this week, man. I just and I know they're all affordable. I I, I can't do it. I I'm, I'm going to have tons of Cleveland Browns defense this week for sure.
1: Yeah, I, I don't mind the Bengals. Uh or I don't mind the Cleveland defense. If I'm playing anybody from the Bengals, it's Joe Mixon. Like Cleveland's not great great against the run. They're not great against class catching backs. Like Mixon can do both of those things. Um as long as this um wrist injury is not really a thing. He played eighty percent of the snaps last week. So like I, I feel um or fifty two of eighty snaps, I read it wrong, but As long as he gets the, you know, as long as he's good to go going in the weekend. Like, if Mixon's out, I'll play Geo. Like, I'll play Geo a lot if Mixon sits because of wrist injury, uh, for what it's worth. But the wide receiver, I'm not playing John Ross. I'm not playing John Ross. I might take shots on Eckerson, like, legitly take shots on Eckerson or maybe Cody Core, but... Like, somebody's going to have to catch the ball. Like, maybe the tight end. Maybe this is where you fire up CJ Uzma. Uzma. It, it, <sighs> Cleveland is really bad against tight ends. But, like, they're going to be down in this game. They're going to be down. Cleveland's going to put up points in this game. Like, you you know, you mentioned the Cleveland defense. Mick, pl- playing Nick Chubb with the Cleveland defense is a legit, like, way to approach this game.
0: Yeah, I mean, the more we're talking about it, man, you know, I'm starting to think back. I've been targeting Cincinnati here. You know, I gosh, I guess it's just no need to hop off the train now. Uh, yeah, just play Baker. Uh, Baker, Baker Bayfield is in play this week. Uh, Antonio Callaway, I've kind of been talking about him recently. I think the past couple weeks, haven't we, Steve? Haven't we kind of talked about Callaway? Yep. And, he, uh,
1: he got that. He made up for the week before. He got his touchdown last week.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, is Landry going to continue to get these targets and get involved in the run game and, and kind of use him as a gadget guy? You know, maybe so. He had eight targets last week, only caught three for 37, uh, only four the week before. But we'll see. But honestly, I, I, I almost feel like you could go naked Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb. And the uh, and the Cleveland defense, and I, I think that would be a legitimate approach to this slate. Just kind of getting capturing all the passing game from Baker, the running game from Chubb, and then the whipping that this defense is going to put on the Bengals. I, I think that's a legitimate approach this week. Uh, one that I'm as I, as I'm even talking on the pod, I'm starting to kind of fall in love with here. So, uh, man, I, I'm I'm kind of excited about some Cleveland Browns exposure.
1: Nick Chubb is a top three running back this week, folks. He's a top three running back this week. said this the first matchup that they played um, Cincinnati. Loved him that game. Love him this week. Nick Chubb is an amazing play this week. Fire him up. This is a great spot to play Nick Chubb. Um, Absolutely love him. They're going to get him the ball here. Um, you You look at it, and it's just... He, he's he's doing things, and, you know, he's just crushing. So love Chubb this week. Love Chubb like Mayfield, like Landry, like Callaway. Njoku could definitely be a tight end that we're looking at because there's not a lot of tight end plays this week. Jacksonville Jaguars, Miami Dolphins, 38 total. Miami favored by four. Um, you know, I guess it's a, a Florida versus Florida game. Whoop-de-doo, this game sucks. Um There's really just not anything that I like from this game outside of the defenses. Like I think the defenses are in play on both sides. It doesn't sound like Frank Gore is going to play. He is doubtful. I think Oh, he got put on the IR. So I didn't realize that happened today, but um, anyway, um, so I'm not playing Kenyon Drake. They had an opportunity to show us like they wanted to get Drake involved last week when Gore got hurt. And they're like, no, like, you know, if you're playing anybody, it may be ballage. But, like, I'm just... Will, this whole game stinks. Like, play the defenses in this game. This game's going to be low-scoring. Play the defenses here. Whoa, not so fast. Let's fire oh, up Mr. Fournette. Oh, no, don't even play him. Like
0: Let's fire up Mr. Fournette, folks.
1: Like, I love running backs. You, you don't have to sell me on running backs against Miami. But... Like, he got 11 carries last week. Like, hey. Kessler is so bad, they're just stacking the box against the running backs, and they're getting yelled in work. I just,
0: man, I don't know. Hey, he's he's one he's one big play away from having a monster day. Uh, you know, last season we saw this guy take 70, 80, 90-yard touchdowns to the house on multiple occasions. And on a week where everybody's forgetting about him, I, I think Leonard Fournette's in play. In Miami, that's all I got. I don't want to play anybody else out of this game. But Leonard Fournette is a guy I don't mind. If
1: they okay, so I guess I could take back my Fournette take. If they, if 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 you get the notification that Carlos Hyde is inactive again, then I can play Fournette. How about that? Does that work for you? But that's fine. if, if, If
0: Hyde is in there, I'm out. I got you. Hey, listen, no no problem at all. No problem at all. I, I I, don't mind that at all. I just know we've seen this guy get 20. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you, you get what I'm saying. We've seen him get 20 carries. I I just know the ability he has, even though we might not have seen it much this season. If he takes a 90-yard touchdown to the house, he's going to have a big day. And I just, I just don't want to miss out on that, especially with the guy that I've, you know, I've played a little bit this season, so uh and it's against the Dolphins, of course. So that that's, you all,
1: that's all you that's all we need to say. It's against Miami. <laughs> I think they're running they're so bad at stopping running backs. Like like last think about Dalvin Cook last week. That, that's all you gotta hey, think about. Latavius like, wow. Murray last week too. Like yeah, I, Right. They can't stop running back. <laughs> uh, all right. that that We went through that one quick for a reason. That, that was the catch-up game. Uh, Bucks Cowboys, 47 and a half. Dallas favored by uh, seven in this game. Buffalo or Tampa Bay is trying to play spoiler. Like, they're not giving up. They know they're not going to get a really high draft pick. They, you know, kind of want to see what's going on here. Um, what do we like for the Bucks?
0: Well, I mean, we talked about it last week. Mike Evans was starting to get a little bit too cheap, and then boom – He does have a slate-breaking performance, but, you know, four catches, 121 yards. uh, Got you a little bit of a bonus there, you know, and voila, you got almost 20 fantasy points, and that's kind of what you can expect, I think, with Mike Evans, kind of boom or bust, really. Uh, So I I don't mind him at 6,800. I just think that's in the realm where he's just a little bit too cheap. Uh, but that's about it. I don't. I don't want to take too many shots on the Bucks. I've got you know those other teams that I like a lot more. Um, Jameis at fifty five hundred, maybe. But that's about it. Mainly, mainly it's Mike Evans for me. I, I think Deshaun Jackson, excuse me, may be back this week. You know, he said he's hopeful to play with that thumb. So uh, you know, maybe there. But but that's about it. I, I think it's just Mike Evans for me. It's just you know Jameis if I want to do anything there. But. Really, just Mike Evans.
1: You know what I like here. I like Humphreys. Like we know Humphreys going to be in the slot. Like I like Humphreys here. I think Humphreys is a guy that ends up with like six six plus catches in this game. And I hate the fact that I like him, but he's the guy that I like here. I, I like Humphreys, um, yep. and I don't ever hate Mike Evans for his upside. Yep. They've been giving Peyton Barber carries. Like he's been getting a lot of carries. He's really really cheap across the industry. I don't think he's the worst, like, tournament flyer if they're just going to, like, blindly give him carries. But Humphreys is the guy that I like. Humphreys is going to have a six-plus catch game here. Uh, That's my call on this one. Um, I actually like the Dallas defense. I think the Dallas defense is in play here at home against Tampa in a game that they need to win. Um, You know, they're trying to win. The NFC East with Washington and Philadelphia right behind them. Um, Obviously, they'll kind of have an idea of what it looks like because both of those teams play on Saturday. And I think if Dallas wins, they would lock up the division, right? So um, I like the Dallas Cowboys defense. I like pairing the Dallas Cowboys defense with Zeke Elliott. Zeke Elliott is just an absolute beast here. Um, Top end running back. He's one of the best running back players on the slate. I know kind of disappointed last week, but – we kind of got to see, like, in a close game or in a game that they were trailing what they're going to do and they were going to throw them the football. So um, I I love Zeke here. He's one of the safest plays. Like, if you're not playing Gurley, you're probably playing Zeke or Christian McCaffrey or you're with me and you're playing
0: Chubb. Yeah, I mean, look, man, you've got some phenomenal running back plays this week. Um, No way you can play them all unless, you know, you're spreading out ownership through multiple lineups, which is probably what we'll be doing. But I, I am really excited about Zeke this week, just like you. Um, he had a rough week last week as far as overall game performance. His team didn't score any points. And he still put up fantasy points that that didn't, you know, really hurt you too bad. I mean, you know, if you look at his game log, he had eight catches for 41 yards, 18 rushes for 87 yards, turning into 18 fantasy points. I mean, it wasn't completely what you were looking for but it didn't take your lineup to where you you know you were just kind of dead in the water so um you know I I think going right back to the well with Zeke is great I think playing Amari Cooper at 7500 this week is a good idea uh you know he disappointed a lot of people last week because of the FanDuel pricing so everyone was you know all all aboard on the FanDuel pricing he just didn't have a good day and I don't think he had as much ownership on DraftKings I think he's in play firmly on both sides this week, even at a $7,500 price tag. We've seen this guy just destroy a slate at very low ownership. 52 fantasy points has been his his ceiling game this year. I'm not saying he's going to do that again, but I I don't think 30 is out of the question against this Buccaneers defense. Really like Amari Cooper this week. Uh, And if I like him – I'm going to continue to try to include Dak Prescott in some of my bills. He's a guy at the end of the season this year. I've just seen him kind of play a little bit different, especially with him throwing the Dak and uh, uh, Zeke and Amari a lot more. I think it's actually raised his floor to kind of filter out the end of the season. So he's a guy, as long as he's in a plus matchup, I'm just going to keep rolling him out the rest of the year.
1: So if Dallas wins, no matter what, they clinch the division. Um, I was just reading it really quick. Uh, so I, I do like the Cowboys here. Now if Philly and Washington lose, Dallas is locked in. Um, something to note if that happens on Saturday. Uh, but really, like they're probably going to play their guys here and win this game because um, they can't get a first round bye. You know they know they're they're going to be locked into probably the four seeds. So there's not a lot to gain. Um, but it's week 16 it's not week 17 yet week 17 if the cowboys win they'll probably rest these guys we'll be playing rod smith
0: um yes we will yeah good old rod smith right well let's hope the sites don't price him up let's get that news late not early yeah right robin hood <laughs> <laughs> robin hood is a vesting app that lets you buy and sell stocks etf
1: options and cryptos all commission free they strive to make financial services work for everyone not just the wealthy non intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. Simple and intuitive, clear design with data presented in an easy to digest way. Other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees. Trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Learn how to invest as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks and trade favorite companies with personalized news feeds. <coughs> <laughs> Custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Fort, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at fantasyfix.robinhood.com. That's fantasyfix.robinhood.com. Rams and Cardinals, 44 total. Rams favored by 14. So the Rams are in a situation now where. You know, if they win and Chicago loses, they kind of lock in their first-round bye. Um, What do we expect here? Like, is is Gurley look banged up? Like, it it did not look like Gurley was 100% in the end of that game. Um, Do we expect them to maybe be careful with Gurley here against Arizona? Like, or do we expect them to, like, hey, Gurley, we need you to go on win this game? Or, Or do you think it depends, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I'm a little worried that like four like three or two thirty rolls around and like inactive is Todd Gurley.
0: Well, I'm I'm actually not as worried. He's been a guy that has kind of you know toughed it up and, and gone out there. I that's will true. say this. I will say this. I don't think they need him to win this game. And that's what I'm concerned about. I think You know, if they go up by any stretch of 14 to 20 points, I think they're going to pull the plug on them. And by pull the plug, I mean try to limit his touches the rest of the game. So I I like golf and I like Brandon Cooks this week. I like Josh Reynolds. I like Robert Woods. I I like this whole passing attack. I'm not afraid of Patrick Peterson at at the end of the year. Um I, I I just think you know all these receivers. I think they'll move them around and shift them around a little bit and try to get them all work and fly sweeps and stuff like that. Jared Goff hasn't looked good the past two weeks, but I think him and McVay will will get this thing worked out and get it turned around. So uh, I, I think I do think Gurley isn't the safest play this week because I think they're going to go up in this game and when they do, I think they're going to pull his workload. I, I do still think he can get two touchdowns early and maybe salvage a, a nice day, 50 yards on the ground, you know, a couple catches. But that's kind of my concern. But like I said, I do expect him to play. I think he's going to try to tough it out and get take one well for the team. But I think they limit his workload, you know, middle of the game, especially if they're up, you know, 14, 20 points, which I expect. I think they're going to limit his workload. So I'm just more interested in the passing game and just the usual suspects. Goff, Woods, Cooks, Reynolds. That's it. It'd be interesting to know if like
1: Gurley has any like uh contract incentives too. Um he's probably yeah. hit them all. He has twenty one touchdowns this season, but <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, you know, God, it's it's crazy. But you know, he he is kinda he has a legit shot at two thousand total yards this season. So anyway, um I'm with you. I think Gurley is a good play this weekend. I don't think he's the safest play. I think he's always in play in tournaments like He couldn't get a lot running, get a lot going on the ground last week, and they they had 13 targets. So, um, you know, that's the type of upside that Gurley has. And if he's good to go, he's good to go. Yep, yep. Um, And, and yeah, I don't mind Woods, Cooks. Um, Those guys are always in play for me. Uh, It'd be interesting to see. Let's see really quick. Woods. So, yeah, like. Woods would probably be my favorite play. He's going to be in the slot more, and he's going to avoid Patrick Peterson. So uh, I I like Woods. Arizona Cardinals side of things, like, are we just done with Arizona at this point? Like, David Johnson last week was one of my favorite plays, and he had a good game, but it was like one or two plays. It was one big catch, and it was a, a touchdown that got him there
0: yeah I, I don't think this is the spot i'm just yeah i'm just no need to play anybody from arizona this week uh this is kind of the end of the road and i i just don't think there's a need to worry about it uh just kind of let it ride I, I i wouldn't even mind playing some rams defense um you know if the falcons can get done what they can get done surely the rams which their defense is getting closer you know, closer and closer to having a little bit more continuity and developing a little chemistry down the stretch, I'm sure they can get a few sacks and a few turnovers here. So the Rams' defense is one that I really like this week. I think the Rams and the Browns are kind of my top two as of right now, outside of my favorite defense that I play almost every week, the Bears.
1: Josh Rosen hasn't thrown – he over the last five games, he's topped 150 yards passing once. Um and that was against detroit and it's just if your quarterback's not playing well it's going to be really tough for your whole system to play well so if you're playing david johnson you're doing it on fantasy draft or draft kings where you can get the full point for catches but yeah, i be, think he's a,
0: he's risky he's risky yeah it'll be one extra point too because that's all it's going to be he hasn't been <laughs> getting targeted at all this year it's, it's just
1: weird man it's just weird all right, um, Bears and 49ers, 43 total. Chicago only four, favored by four in this game. Um, if I was a betting man, I'd, I would take Chicago uh, minus four in this game.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, this is another week I can. I feel like I can roll out Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, you know, I think you guys are starting to see a trend with my quarterbacks here. Guys that are just really playing bad defenses this week are guys that need to win. So, you know, Trubisky, Golf, Dak. Uh, you know, these are just guys that I really like this week, Deshaun Watson. Uh, but of course, you guys know my affection for Trubisky because it really earned me some money this year, and uh I, I don't mind going right back to the well on him. And honestly, I think my favorite pair with him every week is just Trubisky and Cohen. And I know Cohen's workload, I mean he's really Outside of his last game where he got 14 targets, he hasn't really seen you know that those crazy double-digit target games as much. But he's just so efficient with the work that he gets. I mean, you know, last week five catches, 31 yards, five rushing attempts, 21 yards. Uh, uh, you know, he, he's just efficient in what he's doing, and he's going to score a touchdown. You know, you know, I, I would say at least every other game, and so I'm expecting him to have a pretty good game here. Uh, against San Francisco, so so really excited. Not as interested as some of these other receivers, but Trubisky and coin, I think, is the way to go and pair it up with the Bears defense. And voila, there you have it. Uh, a winning combination.
1: I don't think Jordan Howard is the worst play, um, on this slate. He's really cheap on FanDuel and DraftKings. Um, The touchdown upside is certainly something like he's going to get the carries. Chicago's going to be up in this game. And like, if you're playing the Chicago defense, which, you know, we're, we're playing the Chicago defense here, like you're going to want some exposure to Jordan Howard here. Um, I I don't mind Cohen. Cohen's price is really up there. I don't mind rolling out like a Trubisky team as well. I always think Ro- Allen Robinson's interesting in tournaments because of the ability to have monster games. Um, he's only had one of them this season too, but he's the type of guy that can find the end zone twice. And, you know, he only has four touchdowns on the entire season, but he has the upside at 5,400 to be a guy that could be a difference maker. Um, is there anything that you like here for the 49ers?
0: No. Well, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I do want to just play George Kittle. Um, I I learned my lesson two weeks ago. Um, I mean, listen, I I love the Bears defense. I don't really want to play too many receivers this week. But I think just for multi-entry purposes, I think you sprinkle in a little bit of George Kittle. In the event that he just happens to catch an upside game, I'm actually not expecting him to have as big a game as usual. But I I just think for a guy that's going to get so much volume, I I think, you know, at the tight end position, you just kind of look at him and see if you can catch some lightning in the bottle here against the Bears defense.
1: Dante Pettis is too cheap. Uh, I've been saying I've been pounding this drum for three weeks. I'm glad um, he, he just keeps doing his thing. He's too cheap. Like, you know, you know it. You know I've been on Pettis for a while now, and there's no reason to get off. Yeah, it's a tough matchup. It's a, it's a terrible matchup, but, like, I just he, – he's too cheap. He's too cheap. I'm playing Pettis again.
0: Gotcha. Hey, I'm with it. Don't mind it at all. I don't think I'm going to have him, uh, but I totally get it. Like he's getting wide receiver one targets. Like
1: it's not Goodwin; it's Pettis. So, like he's cheap enough. Like we're getting a wide receiver one for forty three hundred. That's all I'm saying.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And I always
1: play Kittle. Like there's no reason not to play Kittle. The guy has so many targets this season that, like, he has 72 catches for 1,154 yards and four touchdowns. Like, imagine if Kittle found the end zone like four more times. Like, his price would be 8K. So, yeah. definitely like him. All right. Best game on the slate. Highest total on the game on the slate. This game is going to be fun um, to watch on t- television. The Pittsburgh Steelers, the New Orleans Saints. Fifty-three total. Saints favored by six. It's still really a question mark if James Conner is going to play or not. But I, I think it's really this. I think if Conner plays and they say his ankle is good to go, you can certainly play him. If Conner's out, I'm definitely playing Samuel. Um, Samuel's like uh, he's just getting so much work and he's getting all the snaps with with um, Conner out that I'm willing to pay this increased price on him just because of what he's doing like you know two targets last week because they didn't really need to to target him that much so um i I like samuels a lot here love juju love antonio brown love ben like i'm locking and loading this uh, steelers offense this week they're gonna throw the ball a ton this is just a great spot to attack this pittsburgh steelers or offense
0: yeah yeah i mean listen i I i love it man um this is just going to be a great game. I'm with you on Samuels. I think he's a phenomenal player. And, and Stevie, this is something we've kind of talked about, I think. I, I hope we have throughout the year. Pittsburgh running backs. That's all right, you got to say. Right.
1: Hey, just Whoever starts at, at RB1 for Pittsburgh, play them.
0: Right. Right. Doesn't matter the price. They all get used the same. All of them. Yep, and it, he hasn't I mean, scored a touchdown in the last two games, and he's gone for sixteen and twenty-two. Like that's all I need to say. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, so I mean, you know, just just play him this week again. You should come out fine. Um, you know, Juju kind of had a down week last week. Uh, I, I think you can just look for him to have a, a humongous week this week inside that dome. I know, you know, we talked about Ben somewhat not playing as well, but you know i'm i'm not worried about him in this spot here i think this is a a, a nice prime time game uh, and, and it, it should be this this should be a fun one here you know both for fantasy and in real life don't forget about antonio brown uh didn't, didn't have a huge game last week but uh you know he scored a touchdown got seven targets four catches 49 yards got a touchdown and he could, he could explode for even more this week. So don't, don't forget about those guys if you're building lineups. Last but not least, Mr. Vance McDonald at 4,100. Uh, I think he's going to keep getting targets, and I think this is another good spot for him. No, know he only had two catches for 13 yards and a TD last week, but uh, I, I don't mind taking a shot on a guy that's been averaging roughly about four targets a game at that price at <laughs> the tight end position.
1: Let me sum this up for you guys really quick. Will just pointed out everything. I talked about it, but let me sum this up. Ben Roethlisberger throws the ball 44 times a game, which is the most in the NFL. He's attempted 41.4 or 580 attempts this season, which is the most in the NFL. New Orleans Saints allow the most fantasy points per game to wide receivers. They allow the fourth most of quarterbacks. There is no reason this week not to load up on the Pittsburgh Steelers and and if Baltimore loses their game on Saturday and Pittsburgh wins they win the division they're gonna absolutely they're gonna Ben's gonna chuck the ball a million times in this game just he, he's going all out um for for um week 17 purposes I hope that Baltimore loses and then Pittsburgh loses but and then we get to play him in week 17 but anyway Love Pittsburgh here. They're bouncing back this week. They're go. They're going off this week. It- it's happening.
0: Yeah, yeah. Really love those guys, man. Uh, like, like you said. I mean, I think, I think we've summed it up perfectly there. Uh, no need to to beat a dead horse on that one. And then you go to the Saints side. Well, hey,
1: buddy, they're still playing for something too. <laughs> like. Hey, you know, we're trying to, um, you know, w- win the NFC. We win this game, and we win the NFC. Like, hi, guys. We're, we're playing for something, too. Like, we're at home, too. This is going to be fun. This is going to be a fun football game. Oh, man, there's going to be so- – If you're winning a tournament and you don't have any exposure to the Steelers-Saints game, um, just be ready to finish, like, 700. Um- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm kidding, obviously. But, yeah, like, looking at the Saints side, you know, Breeze, Camara – Ingram is in play this week. Um, Mike Thomas bounce back game, right? Mike Thomas bounce back game.
0: Yeah, got to be. Uh, all these guys, I think you, you kind of look at them. I feel like this might be a Trey week. We had not seen, yeah, seen a week in a while since his explosion. And that's that's just so weird to me. A guy goes from getting 13 targets. I know he was hurt. So I'm not going to, you know trying to look too much into it, but man, you go from 13 targets to just kind of not getting any work at all. Um, and I know they've kind of slowed it down and started running the ball a little bit more, had some tough matchups. That game against Dallas was just kind of awful game against Carolina last week. Uh, for those of you that don't know, the Saints have been on the road, you know, three weeks in a row and now they're coming back home. Uh, they should be pretty excited to, to get back in their own beds consistently. And get back maybe in a, in a hometown rhythm. So I'm expecting that to translate to the field. Uh, Drew Brees, Kamara, Ingram, Michael Thomas—you know the usual suspects. Those guys should be great. But I think my my outside of the box play this week is Traquan. I just I don't I don't want you to forget about Traquan. Um, I do think uh, what's his face Ted Ginn. I do think Ted Ginn is coming back. I think I read something on that when I was going through my process this week. I do think he's coming back. Uh, is he coming back this week, Stevie? I think he might be coming back this week.
1: So they have a 21-day window. Um, he returned to practice Wednesday, but he yeah. has they have they have a 21-day window where they can sign him. And this is anything off the IR, but sign him to the 53 or activate him to the 53-man roster or announce that he's out for the season. So they got 21 days. They got three weeks, really, to do whatever yeah. they want with Ted Ginn. So we'll have to see if he's back um, and if he's 100%. But – you know, the fact that he practiced Wednesday um, is a good sign and he is men's salary. So uh, if he, you'd have to move your Smith love to Teddy again, um, if if he's going to play the snaps.
0: Yeah. If he comes back, I mean, I think they're just going to move. I think they'll keep Traquan rolling though. I think they'll just kind of move Kirkwood Carr, and Lewis. I think those would be the guys. I still think trequan will, will get, you know, 60, 70% of the snaps in three wide out sets. So, uh, but yeah, I th- I think I think we're good there. You know, I I'm, I'm feeling really good about that game and uh the guys we talked about. Yeah, and like Joe
1: Hayden's going to shadow Mike Thomas, which should lead some one, one-on-one coverage and Joe Hayden's been playing really good football this season, but anytime you get a, a wide receiver like Mike Thomas getting one-on-one coverage, um Drew Brees will get him the football. So, um I love this game. I love this game. I, I really like yeah. this game. Like the sneaky play here like it, it, legit sneaky play if you want to take a absolute fire is James Washington um he's 3100 like he's worth a, a a mention that like they used him a lot last week i don't know like switzer switzer i just if he was getting more snaps and targets like i want the slot guy and i think like washington could get some slot work this week like pj williams hey yeah. how you doing but if they're yeah. going to if they're going to stick Eli Apple, like, they, they shadow a lot. Um, New Orleans shadows a lot with Lattimore and Apple. And if they're going to shadow Eli Apple on Juju, and if they're going to shadow Lattimore on AB and he's going to get one-on-one, like, this game is just fun. Um, Sunday Night Football, Chiefs, Seahawks, 53.5 total. Kansas City favored by two. Obviously, this game right here has some playoff, um, you know, stuff behind it. Kansas City trying to win out. Um you know, if they win and the Chargers lose, they can clinch um, the best record in the AFC. And then on the flip side of this game, you know, the Seattle Seahawks fighting for their life, uh, you know, as a wild card in the NFC. So they need to win this game. Um, let's start with the Chiefs. What do we like here for Kansas City?
0: Man, you know, g- give me Travis Kelsey, give me Patrick Mahomes, and I- I'll roll it from there. Uh Is is, I think where is Ware coming back this week? Isn't he coming back this week? He
1: was limited, but can they just give Williams all the work like both of the Williams?
0: The the Williams brothers.
1: They're better they're better than Ware. Like Damian Williams is a better, (laughs) better he's faster than Ware. He's a better fit in this offense.
0: Like hey, Spencer Ware, go on the IR. Yeah, just kidding. Yeah. I don't want to see anybody get hurt. I'm just no kidding. no 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 no. I mean, but I, I think he's okay. He's okay. But I, I knew what you meant. I knew you didn't mean literally, you meant figuratively. Uh <laughs> we don't sure want, the listen, guys. Know. If you're listening, we don't we don't want anybody to get hurt. We've got families out here and uh, we don't want them hurt either. So, but I mean Travis Kelsey's just my guy, man. He's been really just performing admirably uh with, with Patrick Mahomes this year. I mean, if you look at it, it's kind of like we talk about you know, people don't like to spin up at tight end as much. But how many receivers can you pick out on the slate for six thousand seven hundred that are going to get around ten targets a game? N- not too many. Um, and this guy, you know, he's got upside for thirteen to fifteen targets if if they have to if they have to use him in that capacity. So really like him. Uh, I think this is a Tyree Kill game though. R- really like him as well. I-, I mean, you know, he hasn't really had an explosion. in – in a week or two and uh, I really think you know he could kind of get behind this Seahawks defense only thing that I don't like is the Seahawks run the ball so much they chew up so much clock the Chiefs may not have the ball they're not going to have the ball for as many possessions uh, but but that's kind of the only thing that I don't like about this game but it is a showdown game so a showdown slate rather um, so you know there'll, there'll definitely be some ways to approach it but Mahomes uh, just play him anytime he he's loaded up. Doesn't matter. I don't care, you know, the fact that he didn't have as, as good of a game last week. Uh, he had a bad game and put up 243 yards and two touchdowns. That tells you all you need to know uh, about Patrick Mahomes. Well, is this
1: game – Okay, so Yahoo and Fantasy Draft have this game on their main slates. Is this game going to go – this game has the highest total on the slate. Is this game going to go – overlooked on those two sites because like everybody's gonna play pittsburgh new orleans like i i I think like i really want where to sit this week because i really want to play damian williams on yahoo and fantasy draft i i would just absolutely play him on a ton of teams on both of those sites he would be a great play mahomes maybe flies under the radar on those sites like it's interesting because with that game being on the main slate, Kelsey being an option and Kansas city. And then like the Seahawks side of things, like Chris Carson being an option against a team that really stinks against the run. And they're going to run Carson here. You know, Baldwin looked decent last week. Um, Like there's so many options in this game that on fantasy draft and Yahoo, with this game being on the slate, like, there's a lot of good plays that we can run here. Like, I love Carson. I think Wilson's in play on those sites. Like, this is a good spot to, you know, just be in the running after like the four o'clock games and like have a little bit of exposure here. And, um, hope you get it done in the eight o'clock games on those two sites.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, Chris Carson is a guy I've been kind of talking about all year. And, uh, no need to stop the train now. He's going to get 20 touches, I, I-, I think and um you know this should be another game where he can go over 100 and get a touchdown and at this pricing you know if which like i said he's not on the main slate but but even still at, at these prices uh 5600 that that's kind of what i have him here on on our page so on fantasy draft is he what what's the around 11k is that what he is on fantasy draft
1: I'm pulling it back up. I had it up and then
0: I switched. That's all right. Something. That's. he's probably around eleven, eleven k, eleven something, eleven two, eleven three, whatever he is. Whatever he is ten on, three. He's oh 10, god, 3. that's too cheap. So what? Yeah, that that. So that's too cheap. A hundred. I think I think we'd all take a hundred yards and a touchdown on fantasy draft for for that price. So really like him, um, and, and then of course you know Tyler Lockett. I know you know. We haven't seen a lot. It was kind of the Doug Baldwin show last week, but but Lockett's really been the most consistent wide receiver this offense all year, so I don't mind him as well.
1: All right. Um, <clears throat> quick thoughts on Monday Night Football: Broncos, Broncos, Raiders. Monday Night Football. What a stink fest! Um, oh boy. I'll give my. I'll let you give your thoughts. Give me your thoughts on the entire game, and then I'll give my thoughts, and then we'll get out of
0: here. Yeah, I think the Broncos are going to try to win this game. Philip Lindsay is obviously a premier play. Uh, I've been, you know, playing a little bit of Deshaun Hamilton and Tim Patrick, uh, so that's kind of where I'm at. And then on the other side, you know, I, I think Jared Cook is a guy I'll look at, along with maybe Jordy Nelson and, and, and maybe a little bit of, of uh, Doug Mark. But I don't think this is this is a showdown slate where I almost don't feel like I need any of the quarterbacks, and I, I haven't seen a slate like that this year. But I, I think I may just. Take both quarterbacks out of the pool for a few of my lineups and just play position players and defenses and kickers.
1: Yeah, I'd like I, I like Sutton, I like Hamilton, I like Patrick, I like Lindsey. Um, and then on the Raiders side, I don't mind taking a shot on like Doug Martin, maybe. Um, you know, and like Jordy Nelson's getting the work, so if like if you want to play Jordy Nelson, I don't hate Jordy Nelson here, but. Jared cook is interesting. Like I'm with you. I don't think I play either quarterback, um, play the kickers, <laughs> play the kickers and the, 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 the other guys.
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm with you hundred percent.
1: Um, that's going to wrap it up here
0: for week 16. Will any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, man. Um, I, I think I'm good. I think we gave the people uh, enough information. Um, You know, stick to your guns this week. If you like someone, try not to get off of them by, by, you know, Sunday. Plug them in and keep that train moving and and let's crank out some money, crank out some dollars.
1: If you're playing on Fantasy Draft or you're playing on Yahoo, do not forget about the Sunday night football game. That's my best advice. Play Nick Chubb. It's going to wrap it up. We'll be back tomorrow talking some basketball. Good luck in your contest this weekend and we'll see you guys again. Week 17 next Thursday.